guys sitting in a closet, just two guys sitting in a closet, just two guys sitting in a closet that's not in you under. We're just really sitting in a closet and we're doing whatever we want. Welcome back to Two Guys Sitting in a Closet. I'm Maximilian Ives. I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Tyler Velez. How you doing, Tyler? I'm doing great, Max. I couldn't be more excited to be sitting in this closet. Every freaking week, it's just so exciting to be in here. Just to be hot and stuffy and talking into a microphone and sitting on the ground. So, really, like, ideal situation. I just think there's something beautiful about it. I, I couldn't agree more. Well, we hope that you, too, are sitting in a closet listening to this. Um, That's actually a requirement to listen to this podcast. If you're not sitting in a closet, like, get out. Just stop. (laughs) Just stop. (laughs) One thing that has actually been bouncing off my mind, and I I hate to derail this already. No, absolutely. (laughs) There are no rails. You can't derail it. I was just thinking, like, people might be under the impression that this is a particularly large closet, and it's fine, but, like, no. (laughs) This is a very average closet. This is not even a walk-in closet. Okay, yeah, well, um... to describe it, it's it's like a double door closet, so it's almost like two connected normal closets. So we're both sitting in, imagine both of us sitting in one like normal closet, and then connected so we can see each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very narrow. It's narrow and long. That's our situation. But you know what? Let's start the actual podcast. So the way this podcast works, if you're unfamiliar, if you're joining us for the first time, one of us brings the other a topic. Um, today, it's my turn to bring a topic, and we just do whatever we want. We're, there are no rules about the topic. But before that, every week we end the podcast by giving each other recommendations, and at the start, we like to discuss those recommendations. So, let's do that thing that I just said. <laughs> Alrighty, who's going first? Um, I think we have a rhythm that I'll, I'll start with your recommendation. Um, that's what we did last time, so we'll keep doing that. Uh, you recommended for me... <laughs> to, <laughs> I'm, I'm so ready to learn the very classic game go mm-hmm. um very classic which i have sort of interesting here's here's how i feel about it i know how to play i think i don't really <laughs> understand what i'm doing so i i got i got an app on my phone just a free go game and i've been playing against computer and sometimes i win but like when it comes up that I've won, like, I didn't realize that that was going to happen. <laughs> I've been playing it on the easiest setting, just, like, I'm trying to figure it out. I watched some YouTube videos. I'm still, like, kind of unsure. It's such a simple game, and I can show it to you and teach it to you, which was the other party recommendation. But, like, at the same time, it's so complex, like, how it works. I don't, I don't really like it, because I'm bad at it. That's really how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I have to say about Go. Thank you. I appreciate that, you know. That it it means so much to me that you went out of your way to do that research. Thank you. Yeah, I I'm just playing on the toilet basically. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh you remember what I recommended for you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The saddest thing ever. <laughs> Max recommended that I sit in the shower. So Let me start off by prefacing this with saying that sitting in the shower was a journey. (laughs) I, I sat, I slowly sat down under hot water. And the first thing that I noticed is 
how hard the bottom of my tongue is. <laughs> I never like took that into account because it's always been my feet on it. And then the next thing I noticed was like, holy shit, the underside of the soap thing. It, it looked like a Petri dish in a science lab. I was like freaked out. And then I started to slip away and the tub felt like a stallion that I was riding through like a meadow. And for just half a second, I forgot where I was. <laughs> Beautiful. So you, so it was worth it. Yeah, no, no, definitely. worth it, bro. You should clean. You should clean your shower, though. <laughs> I really, I did. Okay. That's best believe. That I, I, I think this was a good recommendation for you, then. Yeah, it was good. Um, it, would you, it was productive. Would you sit again? Maybe. I I might experiment with laying on my stomach just because that would be freaking crazy it, it, it is crazy once you <laughs> once you start sitting like you're like the whole world is open for me <laughs> in a weird way in a weird way it's such a weird position that i feel like it actually does in a sense like unlock the imagination all right well those are the recommendations for last week we'll get to the recommendations for this week at the end but now... Which we've both thought of our recommendations already. I don't believe that. Probably. <laughs> I know that at least half of us have. <laughs> that's that's a pretty solid number. Um, yeah, 50% and F. We did it, guys. Uh, but we're going to jump into the main part of the show. This week, we're giving some advice, baby. Tyler, I need you to put your advice cap on. It's on. No, I need you to put it on. It's on, baby. We are dumb 20-somethings giving advice that people didn't ask us to give. Basically, what I did is I just pulled different uh, questions to advice columnists from around the web. And we're going to, you know, give the give these people the real deal of our uninformed advice. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I'm kind of scared at the things that you chose to... Like, well, here's here's the thing to I, our attention. I didn't even read all of these. <laughs> I wanted I wanted my brilliant. advice to be pure, B brilliant. So even the ones I read, I didn't think about. I made sure like just to like glance at it and not think about it. All so, right, here we go. I'm gonna jump in with the first. This one is <laughs> this one. The first one is really gonna start us off strong. I always thought I could accept anything that parenthood might throw at me, which is good because we're like good at giving advice to parents. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I knew that I could embrace my son if he were straight, gay, bi, trans, etc. If there is a controlling consciousness of the universe, it has a nasty sense of humor. Putting it bluntly, my son is sexually attracted to Pokemon. He, <laughs> he dropped hints that I didn't really pick up on. But over the last few years, I have stumbled across evidence of his browsing habits that left me pretty clear about his proclivities. Should I address this with him? Try to discourage an orientation that, to me, seems kind of pathetic? <laughs> wow. So, what are, what, are, what are we thinking? I was... I didn't... I can say that I didn't see that coming. I couldn't have guessed that that was going to be the, the column. So, that was that was wow. There, I, I have them all very... There are some more serious ones. Although, I don't think we should discount the seriousness of this. I think it's serious. It's serious, but, like, here's here's how I feel. They're concerned about their son, which is good. But like, why are you that invested in his sex life? Yeah, I would I would say that it's it's a tricky situation. It's like 
I don't think it's that big of a deal, but at the same time, like, it's it's different. Like, how old is he? You That's know? true. That do- it doesn't come up how old he is, but like, given the fact that he's leaving browsing habits, he's got to be probably not an ad- like. How is how is she checking on his browsing history? Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's just a kid, then I don't think it's like a big deal. I think that it's weird and not in the sense that like. Hmm. Well, like a lot of sex stuff is weird, Tyler. But Tyler, look. Yeah, at that, that's Ty- what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not like that weird because people have weirder. It, sexual... It's not hurting anyone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But look, look at me. That's the thing. Look at me. Yeah. Pokemon are sexy. <sighs> Let's just get that out in the closet right now. <laughs> <laughs> po- Pokemon are not sexy. I, Pokemon- I don't. <laughs> I don't see so it. I'm sexy. sorry. I don't see it even in the what are you, slightest bit. What are you talking about? Have you seen Pikachu with those sheets? Even in the slightest bit. Pikachu looks like, like you want to rail that pin, you like want to rail that Pikachu. Be- he so looks like a Pinto bean. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's not a good thing. <laughs> what what are you talking about? <laughs> here's here's okay, but to answer her to answer their question, sorry. She, uh, they asked, should I address this with him? Try to discourage an orientation that, to me, seems kind of pathetic. I don't think you should. Per- my personal advice is you should just let him uh, enjoy what he likes as long as he's not hurting anyone. But if you see it start to adversely affect him, like his mental health or just something that you can tell, given that you're his parent, if you can tell this is adversely affecting him, maybe then you talk to him about it. But if it's just something that he enjoys, then... Yeah, the thing is that if if there is a real problem, I don't feel like it's the sexual attraction to Pokemon. If, if that is the symptom of a deeper problem, then something should be addressed. But that in and of itself, in my opinion, isn't hurting anyone. I mean, like, if he's otherwise normal in a sense, or like... In the sense that he's happy exactly. and has friends or has people that he loves, things like that. Like there, There's so many layers to situations that I feel like this one thing that he does like, might not really be the thing that is the real problem, if there is even a problem. Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's what it seems like. She just discovered that he was looking up Pokemon porn. Here are my thoughts on that. One, Pokemon porn exists, which means he's not the only one. Yeah, wait a second. <laughs> if if that's if that's all that it is, that's what then, it seems like. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm completely I'm completely redacting what I said then, and I'm like, just let it go. If he's just like a teenage kid that looked up that kind of porn, like for whatever reason, he could have looked it up one time. You don't even know. Like, maybe address it, but I don't think it's the end of the world. Exactly, and. My last thoughts, he might be sexually attracted to Pokemon. That doesn't mean he's only sexually attracted to Pokemon. And I hope that he finds someone who will dress up in a sexy <laughs> Pikachu costume and they can like be in love. Good for this guy. Good for this guy for liking what he likes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to the Be next yourself. One. Be yourself, everyone. If you like Pokemon, you should like him. All right, then. That sounded more powerful in my head. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Pokemon, you should like them. This one is a, a, a bit more serious, I think. Three months ago, my wife and I had a calm disagreement over whether we should start a family. 
A few nights later, I replayed the conversation in my mind and got extremely angry about it. I went into the bathroom, flushed her birth control pills down the toilet, left the empty case on the counter, and then went back to bed. When I woke up in the morning, I was ashamed of myself. But I knew she had already seen what I'd done. She never confronted me about it, but has displayed strange behavior since then. She is unusually quiet and acts withdrawn. Her body language has changed, and although we still have sex regularly, it is different than before. In addition, she is constantly taking phone calls in private and leaving the house on superfluous errands. I realize I made a mistake, but I don't think it's fair that she continues to punish me for it by avoiding me. I want to ask my wife for us both to give up our smartphones and share one car so we can work on our communication. I don't want to fall into the same trap of doing something rash and then regretting it later. How can I talk to my wife calmly about her behavior? Jeez, man. What's this guy's problem? (laughs) (laughs) That's why I wanted to bring it up, because he's asking for advice on the wrong thing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, think about it. This is so easy to answer, like, clearly. Let's, Let's break it down. He did this three months ago. That's how it starts. Three months ago. Clearly, she did not view his apology as sincere. He didn't apologize. He did not. They haven't talked about it. (laughs) And it's not her job to make you apologize. You felt ashamed for this thing. Then you should have taught. You should have been like, I'm so sorry. I was acting like a child. I should not have done that. How can I make this up for you? Like, why have you not brought it up? Yeah, that that's the thing. If you felt ashamed about it, you should have told her that. Because that means that, like, you care and you knew it was wrong. Yeah. So at, at the very least, that's what you could do to display that you knew it was wrong. This is what a child does. They throw a, t- a, a temper tantrum and then they just hope that no one even noticed and, like, even when they know that someone noticed, they're like, maybe if I pretend that they didn't notice, they'll go away. <laughs> yeah, this situation, this situation is so, uh, a- aggravating. Like, if you, if you want, <laughs> if you want her to be nice to you and like you, then you should apologize. That, that, the, that's all that it comes down to. At the very least. At the, at the very least, apologize. And do it sincerely. That's my advice. Yeah, and it's kind of late. He's like, he wants to work on their communication by putting their smartphones away and having one car. That's so, like, controlling. <laughs> right? Like, like, <laughs> like he's just, like, making up rules. I don't know. Like, life's, life's not a game. Just tell her that you're sorry, man, and it's okay. It's got to be beyond this at this point. You guys have to talk because you guys have issues. Well, at this point, it's a little bit deeper. Like, I don't know... Months of that can definitely cut deep, but at the very least, just try your best. We're so good at giving advice. <laughs> Why isn't my life better? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we are we good on this one? Yeah. We should All be right. like consultants for people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got another one to lighten the mood, I think, a little bit. Good. I hope it's about hot dogs. Yep. <gasps> Holy crap. <laughs> we dine at casual eateries. Like hot like dogs. hot dogs places. With hot dogs. <laughs> Periodically with certain friends. One of them habitually excuses herself by announcing, I need to go potty. This has progressed from embarrassing to simply annoying. 
What is the proper thing to say? Or is it too late to say anything? Should it simply be ignored? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. You have someone doing something that's so like socially awkward that other people don't are are beginning to question if a normal response is like socially acceptable <laughs> in the situation. It depends on how she's saying it. Are you one of those people that like thinks that that's hilarious? No, 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 no. I just mean like it sounds kind of childish, and the way I just read the quote made it sound bad. But if she's like, oh, I gotta hit, I gotta go to potty. No. Nope, you're right. <laughs> it sounds so. <laughs> There's no way you can say it. <laughs> you can't. You can't say it like seriously. Okay, but how do you how do you approach someone about this? Uh, it depends. They should just be honest with her, and just say like, hey. The way that you're saying this makes us a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> um, is there is there a reason like is this a running joke that we're like too stupid to get? I mean, not like <laughs> not like not like stupid, but like I don't know. I don't well, know. It's just um, exactly. Well, the way I would do it with my friendships. I would just totally rag on the person. Like, I would be making fun of them. Because that's how my friendship work. Like, that's how my friendships work. We make fun of each other. I'd be like, what What did you just say? It wouldn't have It wouldn't have gotten to this point. Because the first time someone said it, I would have been like, did you just say you had to go potty? <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, now that I think about it, if if you've let it go as many times as it sounds like they've let it go, at this point, like... If you had a problem with it, like yeah, I think the the win the window <laughs> the window for saying something kind of like you why just gotta you say something. You already? just gotta ignore her at this point. If <laughs> if if there's nothing else that annoys you about her, if you like this person as a friend, just you just gotta live with it <laughs> and hope that no, you know what you should do. You should bring another per like another friend who's like outspoken but doesn't know this person. <laughs> So that they can like address the problem. <laughs> That's the most <laughs> passive aggressive way to deal with a problem and you're setting someone up but to I'm be right. in a situation that they know they're uncomfortable in. But I'm right. That's what you should do. <laughs> I disagree. Anytime you have a problem, you should just make someone else deal with it. I, I, whole <laughs> I wholeheartedly disagree. I think say something in a nice way and that's that. Or ignore it. All right, I think we I think we nailed that one. Yeah, we we're, we, we we're both, on a roll. We both agree. Get another person to deal with the problem. We we're <laughs> we're like we're pressing coal into diamonds here. This is good. I think we're pressing coal into diamonds and diamonds into just cold out cash. Super diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one comes from BuzzFeed.com. Nice. I have a question for you. I caught my boyfriend of a year secretly watching porn while we were having sex. What? Three different times. Ah! <laughs> I freaked out each time and was hysterical. Yet each time, his excuse was he thought it was kinky and didn't know how to ask. Should I forgive him? No. Here's the thing. I, I'm going <laughs> to be... Immediate. Let me, yeah, let me, let me jump in and then you can say what, whatever you want about this. I don't think that you should... And the reasoning is, it happened three times. After the first time, if he didn't figure out a way to ask you, then 
that's like his problem and it's not something that is okay because like at the end of the day if he's lying about the reason it could be because you don't do it for him and honestly you deserve to be with someone that you're attracted to or someone that's attracted to you and if that's in question with someone then you gotta get to the bottom of it yeah i i think that's kind of the perspective is it's multiple offenses and he knows that it bothers you because it you've shown that it bothers you dump, dump him. him we still didn't land on <laughs> <laughs> all right we tried our best let's keep going oh! did you spill the water all over the place okay let's move on the title of this is my brother's new girlfriend got drunk at my birthday and stole my cake so i'm hoping this one is a little yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow I had a small, socially distanced party for my birthday. It was supposed to be my brother, roommate, boyfriend, and me. But my brother brought his new girlfriend, Emily. I'm assuming this is a fake name, but it sounds, it sounds a little too real. <laughs> <laughs> Emily. And her small son without asking. Our apartment is on a busy street, and our yard is not fenced in. It wasn't fun. We had to keep an eye on the kids so we wouldn't run off the patio. Emily was more interested in our beer than anything else. My roommate got me an expensive cake. She was handing out slices when Emily pushed her over and tried to take a huge slice for her son. I stopped Emily and told her to take a smaller slice since the cake was very rich. Then I put the rest of the cake back in the fridge. I told my brother he needed to get a handle on the situation, but he just told me to chill. When they left, only my brother said goodbye to us. Then my boyfriend looked in the fridge and noticed that my cake was gone. I was pissed off and ran after my brother. They were still in the parking lot, trying to buckle up the kid. I went to Emily and demanded she give me back my cake. First, she said she didn't know what I was talking about. Then I saw the cake box on the back seat and told my brother to give it back. Emily swore I had given it to her because cake is for kids. <laughs> <laughs> I called her a liar. <laughs> my boyfriend and roommate followed me out, and my roommate went around the car and opened the door to grab the cake. Emily tried to stop her. The cake ended up on the ground. The kids started crying, Emily started swearing, and everyone went home mad. Emily claims it was an accident, but I believe my roommate, and she says Emily knocked it out of her hands. I want nothing to do with Emily ever again, and I'm angry at my brother for bringing this witch and trying to defend her. Everyone in our family is appalled by what happened. I told him when Emily apologizes and replaces my cake from the same bakery that I will forgive her. He got angry at me because it was a $50 cake from the city. He told me I was being petty and unreasonable and that it was just a cake. I don't care. My birthday was ruined. This is the first time Emily met anyone in our family and she got drunk and stole from me. This is a red flag if there ever was. I don't think I'm out of line here. <laughs> oh my God. God. I mean that that's cut that's cut and dry. <laughs> that's cut and dry. Be, are we just gonna hand Emily asshole of the uh asshole of the advice section? I think so. I, I mean it sounds like it. I mean there's two sides to every story, but the story I heard was not good for Emily. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. I think next time if this happens you need to like next time well if something like this happens again 
I really needs to. You need to like stop assembling because from the beginning it was supposed to be a socially distanced party with only a few people. So right away, your brother brings his girlfriend and kid. You kind of need to tell your brother, no, that's not okay. I think I don't think it's that. I think what it comes down to is as a sibling, as someone who's someone's family, um, you gotta be that person that's like no like dude this you you can't be with this person if they're gonna act like this like yeah. you, you have to be that person that can do that for them and you, say that to you, them well you know what this also needs this needs a mom brought in i think i think that you need to bring some other family because it sounds like she's talked to her family about this if my sister like told my mom about how bad my girlfriend was and then my mom was like hey uh son um do you know how she like got drunk and stole your sister's cake? That would definitely help. At least me. I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, I agree that there should be some sibling like, but it sounds like she's already talked to her brother about this. The proof, the proof is in the pudding. The cake. I mean, the proofs, the proofs in the cake. If you really want to go as far as to tell your brother to look out for it, if he's not blind, he'll see it from he'll see it for himself in in her actions. Yeah, that's that's the toughest thing when you see someone in a relationship that you can see from the outside is just bad and it's gonna leave him worse off. Sometimes there's nothing you can do, and that is it, is tough. In this situation, there's something you can do. She ruined your freaking cake, dude. Yes. Exile well, her from your family. What? I, what yes. <laughs> But what I'm saying is you can't break two people up. That's true. You should communicate why like you think this is bad. And you pro I'm assuming this person loves their brother and they want the best for their brother. But you can't break them up. And that's a lesson to learn in life. I'm not saying that I fully learned it. Like I have friends and relations. Like I have seen kind of this similar thing where I don't think two people should be together, but they are. And, you just hope that they, you know that it's probably going to crash and burn eventually, but you have to uh, just sometimes be there to pick up the pieces. Um, Deep. Yeah. So I wish them the best. Um, I hope they should, they should get them a new cake though, <laughs> for real. Yeah. Imagine, imagine if you had chocolate cake and someone ruined it. Now I'd be pissed. There'd be hell to pay. <laughs> There would be hell to pay. All right, next one. Yeah, let's keep it going. How many have we done? I don't know. Yeah, let's just keep rolling. I'm just check. I'm just keeping an eye on how long we're going, trying to get a good time. <laughs> how long is a good time? I'm not saying that on the. I don't want people to know my secrets. Okay, no problem. All right, let's move on to the next one. This one is another one that I, th I actually think is just good general advice. Um. That I could probably use myself, but I'm going to give the advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to read it like this, but I think I'm going to read the specific thing, but I think it's almost a broader question. This one, again, is not funny at all. What do you do when your friend is a user? This person's car broke down. She, man she demanded that I wire her a ridiculous amount of money for a tow or drive 130 miles to pick her up. And when I politely refused, she threw a raging tantrum. 
She routinely lies and invents medical ailments to get out of doing things. What's the breakup protocol with a friend? And I think that's the the big question. Like, how do you... Because people know the breakup protocol with a significant other. You say, I want to break up. And people understand that. But with friends, like, some... Here's, like, the only way that I've quote-unquote broke up with a friend is just slowly over time you grow apart. In this situation, symbolically, you have to cut the cord. You yeah. Know? The, the way, the easiest way for this person to stop being friends with them is to stop doing things for them. And then in you doing nothing for her or him, you may realize that they're no longer interacting with you. And then that tells you in the first place they were only being your friend because you could you could do something for them. So I would just stop doing things for this person. And if they still talk to you and it's not hurting you, then it's okay. But really, you can unfocus your time, stop doing things for this person. If you're really worried that they're not okay... Um, you could take some very easy steps to um, help get them the help that they might need. But um, if you're not in a position to directly like oversee them getting that, I mean, you're not responsible for them. But at the end of the day, I would just stop doing things for them. I would actually go further. Um, I'm a big proponent of direct and honest communication. And that's, I think, a lot of what my advice is to just communicate um and i don't know if i am capable of even doing this but i'm capable of telling someone else to do this <laughs> i think you kind of just need to tell them i cannot be your friend anymore i'm sorry like almost directly break up with someone basically you know what now that you said that i like i like the powerful nature around the statement like hey if you continue to live the way that you're living and act like this towards me we we can't we're 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 done. We can't be friends anymore. Like you don't owe that person anything at the end of the day. Yeah. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this is um well, Tyler, I've got something I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. Guys, this is happening live on the podcast. <laughs> Tyler, I love you. Oh, I love you too, buddy. But I can't be your friend anymore. I want to be good friends. I'm so happy. I want to be good friends too. <laughs> I want to be closet friends. We are closet friends. We're closet buddies. Closet buddies. Yeah. So what was this person's question again? It was pretty much what's breakup protocol with a friend. And I think... Oh, uh, yeah. We, we covered that. And we And it's just... I think you just got to be direct. Yeah. Um... Let's let's keep it rolling. What's the next one? The last one is a relationship one. Most of these are, have been relationship ones. And I think this one is interesting. So this is going to be our final one. The final piece of advice that anyone ever needs. Once, once we give this piece of advice, there will be no more advice. All advice will have been given and humanity will reach its pinnacle. Unfortunately, that pinnacle is not a very high place. <laughs> It's pretty low, but it's the pinnacle. It's all downhill after this. <laughs> all right. 
I've been debating writing in for your advice for a while now. I am in my early 30s, mom to an amazing little human, married for five years this fall, but I've been with my husband for over 10. I've identified as straight for my entire life, but over the last few years I've realized it's very likely I'm bisexual. I haven't come out to anyone because I'm still discovering myself and don't feel like a label is necessary. But even though I love my husband and am fully committed to him, I feel like I'm lying to him by not telling him how I feel. To be honest, if the situation were reversed, I don't think I would want to know if he was bi, as long as he was happy with himself, our life, and our relationship. I guess my question is, is it unfair of me to keep this from him? As my partner, does he have a right to know? I'm curious what you think, because I have thoughts. Even if you feel like he has a right to know, it doesn't make telling someone that easy and I don't know I mean I've never told someone that um I don't I don't mind um knowing that my girlfriend's bisexual it 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 personally doesn't bother me and that that's probably the only bit of qualified advice that I have on that so if you want to jump in Max um again I think I'm just echoing the communication thing based on the fact that this person is writing in Seems like they've been kind of grappling with it. You've been with this person for 10 years. Personally, I think if it's a good and strong relationship, your husband should be able to be there for you while you're trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he has a right to know. And I don't think it's unfair to keep it from him. I almost think it's unfair on you to basically doing this. You have a partner so that you don't have to go through the hard times of life alone. And... You know, this might not change your life at all because you're married and um, I'm assuming you're monogamous and like you're not going to pursue your attraction to women or men. But I just personally think that getting to talk to him about this might actually make you feel better. And hopefully he's the type of person who will understand you and love you no matter what. I just think it's weird that she wouldn't want to know this about him either because it's Something that's kind of integral to who you are, if that makes sense. That's kind of my feelings on this, is that you guys are in this 10-year-long partnership together. And that it seems like it's something that you're kind of confused about and you could almost use this helping hand. That's why I think you should bring him in. And coming at it from that perspective with him and telling him like, hey, this is something I'm learning about myself and I'm kind of confused about it and it doesn't change anything in our relationship but i'd really like just having you beside me yeah i think when you marry someone um the the ideal goal is to be able to share every part of yourself with them um to the extent that this person feels like comfortable doing that um it all comes it all comes down to that i mean we we don't know what their relationship's like but i hope that it's um very loving and supportive and i hope that at the end of the day um everyone can be a lot happier and less confused about the yeah. situation in general yeah exactly i don't know i that's my personal feeling is that a strong relationship you should be able to feel comfortable about talking about anything and because this is something about your identity you know a lot of people their sexuality is really important to their identity that 
I think you should be able to share this and you should be able to go through this with someone because you haven't told anyone. You haven't, you said, I mean, this person said they haven't told a best friend or their parents or siblings or anything. So I don't know. And telling him that might help in raising your son too, because maybe your husband isn't as understanding, but you can help him come to understand. And then that might be better for your son down the road. Um, and I think that's my final word on that. And that's all the advice anyone is ever going to get. We did it. Yep. It's over. Now we're going to uh, wrap up the podcast with our final segment. That's uh, This has been snappy. This is quick. I'm like, we have got through this. This is recommendations that we thought of before the podcast. Yeah. Um, do you want to go first? Before right now? Yeah, do you want to go first? No, right I don't want to go oh, you, first. I want to go you wanna second. Sa- you want to save it. First, you want to like, like, really... <laughs> first is the worst, baby. Second is the best. All right, well, I have my recommendation. I'm going to make you get this right after we're done recording. Um, but I actually am going to recommend a game to you. You oh. recommended a game to me. I'm going to recommend a game to you. I swear to God, if you recommend... Something that I have to do for you, though, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> um, this game I have been playing for uh, probably about a month now. It's really I've been really enjoying it. It's 99 cents from the app store, so you're going to have to break open the piggy bank. It's called Pirates Outlaws. Um, it's a roguelike card game, which, if you don't know what that means, it's basically like almost ran- every time you play, it's like randomly generated, and you get different characters who have their own different gimmick. And it's just been a lot of fun. We can talk about it more once you play, but I have been like really going hard on this game and I am really enjoying it. I think you would enjoy it too. Thank you. And now do we need to um, cut out 50 minutes of silence while you figure out your recommendation or have you got it now? Uh, no, I, I think that I have, I think that I have my recommendation for you. You're, you're stalling again. Like I can tell you're stalling. I'm not stalling. <laughs> you're still stalling. Stalling? <laughs> I recommend that you go for a morning run this week. Oh my God. <laughs> because I know that your sleep schedule is what they call screwed up. You're calling me out on air. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I just I just think I just think it'll be fun. You know what you know what these recommendations are turning into? Like they're going to turn into a war between us. <laughs> it's going to be like it's going to be like I recommend that you like run out in public and scream, I'm a banana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't mind doing that. We'll see what happens. All right, what time what time do I have to go on this run? This run can occur anytime in the actual AM, but I would say before like nine. How far after nine is like How far do I have to run? Um just to the park. Okay. I know what that's. I know what that means, but we don't need everyone else to know what that means. That's it. <laughs> All right. I uh, yeah. I'll I'll try to get that done. Um. I think that's the show. That's the show, man. We've been two guys sitting in a closet, and now it's time to get out. We actually figured out how we're gonna end the show. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, come back next time, where the topic will be a surprise. Yep. Surprise. All right. Bye Have now. a great night, everyone. Or we did this last time. <laughs> Whatever time of day it is, have a great one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> a great one. Bye. Two Guys Sitting in a Closet is brought to you by Hands. Need to grab something? Hands. Let's all give a hand a hand. Woo, hands. <laughs> That's my fake hat. I don't know why I wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs>